Hello, beautiful soul and spirited leader. Welcome to this episode of the Spirited Leaders podcast. With this episode is a really bittersweet announcement and a really bittersweet episode as well. And it is that this is the very final episode of the Spirited Leaders podcast. And the podcast journey is coming to completion. And I'm really excited to speak to this final episode because what I want to talk about is letting things go and letting your projects, letting anything, whether it's projects, relationships, business, um, any, any chapter in any facet of your life, I want to talk about letting it, letting it come to completion because a lot of the time, most of the time, it makes a lot of logical sense to hold on to things that are really familiar and to hold on to what is in within our existing reality. So I want to talk through like why that is and how we can really like bring completion energy to chapters that we want to close and use everything that happened within those chapters to move us forward in a way that, um, is full of pleasure, ease, and also in reverence to what we have already created and and the chapter and the thing that we have already been through. So I want to talk a little bit to my decision to close the Spirited Leaders podcast. It has been such an amazing journey. I started this podcast in August 2019. So what's that? I think like one and a half years ish this podcast um has been going and most of the time with weekly episodes which has been really amazing and the reason I'm choosing to let it go now or to bring it to completion is that like to sum it up it just doesn't feel in alignment with what with the work that I want to be prioritizing anymore and when I started the podcast I was really excited about it like I wanted to share my voice I wanted to do interviews I loved having the conversations that I was with the people I was interviewing but the like the weekly structure of it the like needing to always find guests the editing the overseeing of it like even though there were when I started it I really loved it and I moved into different ways to manage that like getting um, virtual assistants and all that to do the editing and stuff. Like at this point, it just doesn't feel like it's in alignment for me to continue. And the, the two main reasons behind that I feel are because like one right now, I really want to prioritize my own voice and sharing my voice and my message. And most of my podcast episodes were like interview and there, there are a lot of like solo episodes mixed in there as well. And I could, I was toying with the idea of just making it solo episodes going forward, but I also felt like my, this wasn't the platform I wanted to use to amplify my voice. Um, you know, I do that in other things through like writing my books and my social media posts and things like that. Um, so I didn't want to have like a rigid weekly schedule when it came to sharing my voice. And I also didn't want to have uh, the podcast if there wasn't going to be a structure to it. Like I didn't want it to be just like ad hoc episodes. So it's like, I just thought it would dilute the potency. So that was one reason. But the other reason was that like, I love doing 
interviews. And there was so much that I have learned and gained through all the amazing leaders that I have interviewed on this podcast. And now through me running the Spiritual Leaders magazine, I'm doing a lot of guest interviews in that. And they're a lot more focused because each issue of the magazine is around a theme. And the guests that I'm choosing are really like specific people that I want to talk to, that I want to dive into specific topics with. So I feel like that journey has really fulfilled like that desire and that love of doing the interviews. And if you love hearing me interview people, then the Spiritual Leaders magazine is definitely the place um, to get into, to hear all the interviews that I do within there. And there will be a lot more um, interviews going forward. And I really love like curating a collection of interviews around a specific theme and then bring that all out at once as opposed to like doing interviews and then them not even coming out until a few months later. So they're, they're the main reasons why I'm letting it go. So now I want to talk a bit about like why holding on to things will usually make a lot of logical sense. And the, like the biggest thing is that is because what we're doing now feels really familiar to the mind and also to the body. A mechanism of the mind is to keep us safe and safety to the mind, the way the mind perceives safety is to keep us exactly as we are right now. Because even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it feels painful, even if we think we want something different, the mind knows that as we are right now, we will survive. We've developed coping mechanisms, we've developed structure, routines and habits to keep us alive in the reality that we're living right now. And the mind wants to keep us safe. So the mind will provide all these little things to ultimately make us decide to stay where we are because it wants to keep us safe. And that's a really beautiful thing. And when things, when we have ingrained habits within our mindset, within our subconscious mind, we get to a point where the body takes on the mechanisms of the subconscious mind. And what I mean by this is when the body goes into autopilot, it it wants to fight for that familiar setting. And like the, the easiest example that I think most people that um, have experienced this is when we drive a car, like have you ever been driving a car and all of a sudden it's like your body just starts doing something and you realize you weren't even thinking about it, whether it's like you drove the whole way home without really thinking and all of a sudden it's like oh I'm home or like without even thinking you just um put the indicator on and turn down a street because that's like usually the way you drive but actually this time you're driving somewhere else but you didn't notice that you were actually turning until you got down it so the body like took on actions from the program subconscious mind in autopilot because it was in a familiar setting. So the body and the mind want to fight for things that feel familiar. And when I say the body, it's like the mechanisms within the body. Like if you wake up every morning and look at your phone, for example, your body is going to be anticipating that and it's going to like pump a bit of adrenaline or some other kind of hormone to give you the cue to, okay, pick up my phone. I need that to like feel this urge in my body and when and like another reason is because there's always a reason why we started something and for this podcast for example like I can always remember back to why I started it why I cared about it all the effort I've put into it since then 
And, you know, that can build this like resonance and connection to make us not want to let go of things as well, because we remember what it felt like, what our initial excitement felt like. And then, you know, there's also a range of fears of judgments, like what are people going to think of me? I put in all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And really the thing is that, you know, we can always logically justify something and we will always logically justify whatever we choose to justify. And a lot of that time that can be reasons to stay where we are. And a couple of other personal examples for me is when I left my accounting career, when I left my accounting job, there were many logical reasons that I could have very well used to justify staying. Like, you know, that I had been studying. I did my three-year uni degree. I did my one and a half post-grad designation. And then I did a year and a half of my master's degree, like all that study, which also came with a huge investment. I, you know, had been working for eight years. I had really good relationships internally and with clients. I had a really good um, reputation in the community and I was on, you know, steady good money. There were so many logical reasons that I could have used to justify staying, but ultimately I knew intuitively that I had to bring a close to that chapter to feel fulfilled in my life. And, you know, another thing that I'm actually moving through right now is in a couple of weeks, I'm moving and I'm moving, you know, 10 hours away from where I live right now. And there are so many logical reasons to justify me staying. Like my, all of my family that I'm really close to live in Muldura, live where I live right now. And I could literally get in my car and go and pick up all of my siblings in less than five minutes. So like I have four siblings and they all live literally just a couple of streets over, like in the same, three of my four siblings live in the same block as me. um, And the other sibling lives like literally around the corner, one block over. So, and I'm really close to my siblings. Like I see them all the time. I have a baby nephew and he's growing every day and I love spending time with him. You know, my parents are here, all my aunties and uncles and cousins, everyone's here. And that within itself is something I could so use to justify that I'll just stay. I, you know, all my friends are here as well. I have so many other relationships, all the cafes that I love and know and that are familiar here. Um, you know, I have a really comfortable living situation. Like there are so many reasons that logically it makes a lot of sense for me to stay living here. But intuitively, I know, I know that moving for me is what I need to do. And intuitively, I just feel like I need to be near the beach. So that's why I'm moving and that's why I'm leaving. And like, I'm still going to travel back probably every like few months this year, every two to three months this year. And I'll still see my family and I'll still talk to them, but it's going to be a really big adjustment. And right now, I don't necessarily know exactly what me moving is going to lead to and what's on the other side of it, but I'm really trusting that that is the the decision that, that I'm making and that bringing a close to living near all of my family, um, you know, it's going to lead to amazing things. I have no doubt about that. But at the moment, I logically, I don't really know exactly what it's going to lead to, but I'm not letting that deter or sway my decision. And, you know, 
both of the examples I just went through, like moving and leaving my job, are things that I didn't like get the intuitive message and straight away quit or straight away decide, okay, I'm moving. They're both, they were both really big decisions. So they they were things that I sat with and, you know, let the energy move through me for a fair while um, before I made like a firm decision. So logically you can justify anything and you get to choose whether you logically justify staying where you are right now or whether you logically justify following your intuition. And there are a lot of ways to justify following your intuition that like your intuition is connected with source spirit. It has wisdom beyond anything you could understand. So therefore it is always the best choice to follow it. And there, like, there are also, you know, like practical logical things like moving here is going to allow me to do this, this and this, and it's going to be good in these ways. And we can always find evidence for the evidence that we're looking for. And this is why it's really important to listen to our intuition and to choose to validate it and to choose to find the evidence to support what we intuitively feel led to follow and guided on in our life. And, you know, we can ask ourselves really powerful questions like, do I just want to live a comfortable life that feels familiar and where my suffering and any struggles I have, like I've already built coping mechanisms so I can just, you know, keep living like that. Like it's not that big of a deal. Or do I want to love the adventure of my life? Do I want to fill it with pleasure, with joy, with ease, with impact, with my own leadership and open myself to expansive opportunities that are going to lead to many magical things that I can't even imagine right now? You know, we can really ask ourselves questions like that and really make decisions from such beautiful inner leadership of trusting our intuitive genius, trusting the potential we have for more pleasure and joy and really liberate ourselves from our past, liberate ourselves from the shoulds, liberate ourselves from judgments of other people and follow the path and adventure of our life that feels really good for us. And when it comes to bringing completion to anything we need to fully liberate and to fully move forward we can make the firm decision to close a chapter to leave something in the past and we don't need to leave things lingering we don't need to leave things like I could always come back to that or I'll just put it on pause or I'll just put it on hold and yes we can definitely ease our way through transitions but we can also make decisions to bring something to completion when we know it's no longer in alignment for us and you know there's so many things that we can just tolerate being in the background. And when we, all the things that we're tolerating that we don't really love are really draining our life force energy. And when we choose to bring completion to those things that we've been tolerating, we open up so much more energy potential within us that we can then direct and pour into things that really bring fulfillment, liberation, healing, expansion, growth, all the magical things into our life. So I hope you've enjoyed this little riff on bringing things to completion and really looking for the evidence that validates your intuitive guidance and following that guidance. So I hope that you stay connected with me if you've loved this podcast or if you've just stumbled on it months or years after it's 
completed. You know, all the past episodes are still going to be online. They're still going to be available. And there's so many amazing ones. I'm going to list off some of my faves in a moment. Um, But I, I hope you've enjoyed this journey with me. So if we're not already connected in other places, you can find me at by Rachel White on all social media platforms. Instagram is where I hang out the most. I have a lot of, you know, Instagram live videos, reels, posts, like there's so much content within my Instagram um, that you can find and love in there. And I'm always creating new like free masterclasses, programs and all that kind of stuff. So you can connect with me there and have access to so much free content and connect with me if you want to, you know, play in a little bit more in-depth way into my other offers. So I am a coach that helps women liberate themselves through their intuitive genius and pleasure potential. And all my programs are really with that intention. And my one-on-one private coaching is a way to really dive into the deep depths of your liberation, of your intuitive genius, of your pleasure potential and your creative power and, you know, the impact and leadership you're going to bring into the world. So you can always message me to reach out about private coaching. And I also have the Spirited Leaders magazine, like I mentioned earlier, that is definitely the place to be if you love listening to my interviews. And it has so much other magic as well, like guest written content, a lot of written articles from me, audio videos, downloads, amazing things. It's a beautifully um, aesthetic experience and interactive on so many levels as well. So all these links will be in the show notes as well for you to access. And then I have like my programs and my books and I love speaking. If you ever want me to um, speak on your podcast in your summit or at your event, send me a message and I would love, love to chat to you about that. So if this podcast has impacted you, I would really love and appreciate you to send me a message and just let me know like what you've loved about it, what episodes deeply resonated with you. And I would just love to connect with you. So don't be shy to send me a message just to say hello um, and to, yeah, like tell me what you love about my work in these interviews and just to tell me like a bit about you as well. I would love to get to know you more. Okay, so to wrap us up, I want to talk about or just really list off my favorite, how many are there? I think there's seven. My top seven episodes that if you haven't listened to already are just so beautiful and such amazing, amazing episodes. And I say like all all of the episodes on this podcast are so beautiful and so amazing. And I love all the guests I've had. Um, And these are just some of the highlights. So episode 28 embodiment and getting to know your shadow with Maddie Moon is amazing and we explore like feminine masculine energy embodiment like that's such a beautiful episode episode 36 finding purpose through adventure with Travis Barton that is amazing like Travis is incredible and I highly 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 recommend that episode and episode 37 um, was a solo episode, Insights Into My Story. It's like a 50-minute episode that I recorded on my birthday last year. And if you're interested in knowing like my backstory, um, that's definitely a good episode to listen to. And, you know, there's so much to add just from the, the year that's gone on since then. But that's a really good episode to listen to if you want to know more about where I come from. Episode 55, Your Cycle as a Superpower with Rachel Symington. 
amazing, amazing episode. Learning about your menstrual cycle and how all the phases are so beautiful is amazing. And then episode 68, Lightwork, Creativity and Spirituality in Business with Tracy Spencer. That is one of my all-time fave episodes. It is amazing. Um, So amazing. I love jamming about creativity with other people. And Tracy has so much to share around Lightwork and Spirituality. Um, episode 74, Sacred Intentionality with Katie Rose. That is such a beautiful episode. And Katie is such a wealth of wisdom as well. And episode 93, Stepping Into Your Power Beyond Body Image with Michaela Lloyd. That is such an amazing episode to really understand your body and the primal nature behind body image. Um, so I highly recommend giving those seven episodes a listen to if you haven't already. Um, and just, I just want to thank you so much for being here, whether this is the only episode you've ever listened to or whether you've listened to every single one or a lot of them. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here on the journey of the Spiritual Leaders podcast. And I hope to stay connected with you in through the Spiritual Leaders magazine or on my personal Instagram at by Rachel White um, and in all the places. So thank you so much for being here.